You're listening to the Eastside Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This sermon was recently preached at our church. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com. Now, enjoy today's sermon. Well, it is good to be back here at Eastside Baptist Church. The military moved me from Portland, Oregon, here in August of 99, and never knew what the Lord had in store, but praise the Lord for bringing us to Sioux Falls and introducing me to a man at Eastside Baptist Church that was visiting, who had been doing a ministry of bearing precious seed for a number of years. Brother Byers came in and he preached and presented that he needed some help, and the uh, Lord said, that's why I brought you to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It wasn't because of the military. And so we surrendered in 2000 to start doing the ministry. And uh, I don't regret a single minute of it. We were sent out by Eastside Baptist Church and uh, was missionaries of the church. And we still are missionaries that are on the road doing the same ministry. And it's hard to believe 19 years now that we've been doing this and what the Lord has allowed us and blessed us with doing as we go to churches across the country and to do the ministry. I'm going to take a few minutes and I'm going to give you a report and show you some slides and tell you about what the Lord is doing and has done recently. And uh, one of the projects that we're working on the Thai scripture to go to Thailand. So at this time, we'll go ahead and we'll do the presentation. All right, I hope presentation was a blessing to you. If you've got questions, I guess then uh, since we're doing this virtually, we won't be able to take them from the auditorium, but uh, we do... Uh, want you to know what is going on and how the Lord is blessing and providing. Uh, when we started doing this ministry, I had no clue that we would have 34 churches now that are seed line churches working scripture and that we've been able to send over 17 million scripture in 16 different languages to 28 countries of the world. And I'm looking forward to what the Lord is going to allow us to do even this year in 2020. As I said, we uh, are doing the Thai scripture, and I'd love to continue doing more Thai to go to Thailand, as well as other countries. There are many requests out there, and as the funds come in, we're going to continue to buy rolls of paper, and we're going to send that scripture around the world. Well, let's get started with the message. Luke chapter number 8 is where we will go for services this evening. Luke chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8, go down to verse number 4. The sower parable here. Verse number 4 of Luke chapter number 8 says, And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed... And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, 
and choked it. And some other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asking him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. And I praise the Lord that I'm involved in a printing ministry, sowing that seed, the word of God, to people around the world. And it's because of churches like you that are involved in this ministry that we've been able to sow the number of seed that we have. So let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into the message. Lord, we thank you for this parable. Lord, the instruction that you've given to us on what we should be doing, and that is sowing your word, the seed, to people around the world. Lord, I thank you for churches like this that have been involved and are involved and are working Scripture and sending it to help meet the need, to plant some of the seed that is necessary around the world. I pray, Lord, that you'd use this to encourage us, but also to challenge us as to what more we should be doing for you in the days that you give us here upon this earth. Guide and direct now in the service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love talking about the Word of God because I've had the wonderful opportunity to go and see what it's doing on the mission fields after we've had the privilege of sending it. But even before that, as a child, my parents were missionaries when I was a young boy at 10 years old. And I know that we did not have the printed scripture to hand out in American Samoa. But how that now the missionaries that we know that are there are handing it out and it is being used in a mighty way. Here we have before us this parable. The Lord is talking about sowing seed. Well... It's that time of year here in this part of the country. I saw as we were driving up to Sioux Falls area yesterday and we parked up at Brookings at the church, I saw many farmers out working their ground and some even planting their seed. Why would they do that? Well, because they want to see an increase in the crop, see things happen, which meets the needs for food, as well as for us to have many commodities that are out of the seed that are being sown. It's that time of year here in the heartland of America. And I know that many are out there preparing. But how far does a seed go? And I'm going to take just a few minutes here and I'm going to illustrate that with a cob of corn. You might say, well, what does this have to do with it? Well... If you look at this corn, you see here is a lot of potential. Every one of these seeds that is on this cob has the potential to make another cob of corn just like this. And if you were to count the amount of rows and the number of kernels in each row, and you get about 843 out of this cob. If each one of these kernels has a potential to do another cob just like it, something has to be done. 
this kernel has to be taken off of the cob and put back in the ground. One of these seed makes another 840 some kernels of corn. But as long as it stays on this cob, nothing happens. So if it plants in the ground and it dies to itself, then it grows, it has the potential to have another cob of corn. One cob of corn will plant about 570 feet of a row. And in one year, if every one of these kernels of corn makes another cob of corn like this, we would have enough to plant 93.3 miles. Yeah. Why? Because that's almost 500,000 kernels of corn that are produced by one seed being planted reproducing into itself that many times. And if you plant that again, in three years you can plant several acres of ground. Now why do I use this as an illustration? Because we have here a parable of planting. And we know that a farmer doesn't go out into his field and he only take a seed and put it only in the best of the area, but they plant that seed everywhere in the field. Now, of course, they're trying to get the fields to where they have the best fertile soil so they don't have all of the thorns. They don't have all of the rocks. They plant it in rows in their field rather than by the wayside, as we saw in this parable, but they plant everywhere in the field with the increased possibility of getting more. Now, I know environment has a lot to do with that. But at the same time, they have the potential in every seed to reproduce into more. And if the environmental elements are the right, it has the potential to make all of those things that we've talked about. The problem is, is something has to be done with the seed. As long as it's right here on this cob and it sits right here on the pulpit, nothing is going to happen with it except for it gets old and then it becomes of no use. I'm going to switch gears now to the fact that we, the people of the United States, more specifically, we, the people of the church, Eastside Baptist Church, every one of us is a colonel. Every one of us has the potential to plant and become more. But we have to die to ourselves. We have to say there's a more bigger goal of life than me to just sit in a pew and to hear the pastor preach or a missionary challenge us to do something. We have to get up and we have to do something in order to reproduce. That cob of corn sitting there, and I hate to say it, is like a lot of people in churches. They're sitting there and they're not being dead to self, so that they can reproduce. God did not put us on this earth to just set and to do nothing. We are to go out and to tell others about Christ, to die to self and to let them know about Jesus Christ. I don't know 
but in the years that I've been involved in ministry, almost 20 years now, I don't know how many individuals have been saved. I didn't set and keep track of. But I do know there's been people that's been saved in services. I do know that there's people that have died to self and said, I'm going to do what God is asking me to do. And I'm going to get involved in ministry. And I know because of that, not just here in the United States, but around the world, I've had the privilege to meet and to talk to those people that had been saved as a result of the seed, the Word of God being planted, being challenged, and the Holy Spirit speaking to their heart to do more, and they died to self, and now they're even pastors in churches. They're missionaries that are out there in this world. And your pastor has done the same thing of the church as he stands here and he preaches. He doesn't want to just deliver a message for you to hear, but he wants to challenge you and let the Holy Spirit work in your heart to do something more. To die to self and to not be on the cob anymore setting, but doing what is required of us. With that, I'm going to say, we don't know every field that we're going to be planting we don't know as we've been able to send this many scriptures and this many languages around the world. We don't know the full impact, but we sowed the entire field. When we sent these scriptures to the missionaries on the field, or as I've been there and handed them out, as well as here in the United States of America, as I hand them out, I'm planting that seed, thinking, praying, hoping in the Lord that something happens with it or I wouldn't be doing it. Nobody wants to do a futile effort. But we've sown the seed. And I know from talking to some of those men here in the United States as well as overseas that it was planted, it did grow, and it is seeing an increase. We have to sow everywhere the fields. We have to get the seed out there into the different environments that are out there. Because no matter where I've been in the world, no matter where you go in the world, no matter where that missionary goes in the world, there are souls that need Jesus Christ as our Savior. And we must plant the seed, the Word of God, so that those souls can know about Jesus Christ and be able to spend eternity in heaven. If we don't do that, we're this cob of corn setting, not being used. We're not doing our part. We're not dying to self. We're not being used as the Lord would have us to be used. I told you that I come to Sioux Falls in 99. And I thought that I had five years left in the military. I was going to be here for three. I'd get moved on to the next station that they want me to go to. But the Lord says, no, that's why I brought you here is to get you involved in the ministry to call you to a greater work. And I praise the Lord for that. I look back at my life and all of the things that God has allowed me to be involved in, how He was preparing me, teaching me, showing me that no matter where I've been, those people are souls that need Jesus Christ. And I praise the Lord I've had the opportunity now to be involved in the planting of seed around the world. Oh, there's many more countries that I'd love to see Scripture gone to. And I get requests from missionaries for, and as the funds come in, I'm going to print the paper with God's Word, the seed, and get it sent out. 
so that those people can have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior as well. It was good to be able to go over to India and to see young men that had gotten saved as a result of some of that scripture and get to meet them and know that they are now pastors of churches. Young ladies who are married to good Christian men and involved in churches. That's what it's about. Most people in the United States think it's more about finances and doing what they want to do. But the parable is this. We are to sow the seed. We don't know the condition of the soil in which we are going to put it into. But we are to plant that seed. We are to get it to them. Oh, I'm sure that as I've sent Scripture out that has been handed to people by the missionaries, the nationals there in the countries as well as here in the United States. And some people in the United States, they probably just throw it in the trash. But they're accountable now. They can't say that they weren't given the opportunity. But even if they were to read it and to be able to say, hmm, and think upon it, maybe they didn't get saved. Maybe later on they decided they better go back or some tragedy happened in life and I better go back and I need to get involved and read that again. Or they may seek after somebody in the church and have the opportunity once again to hear and have explained maybe in a different manner so that they may understand in that time of need and they can accept Christ as their Savior. Maybe it was at the wayside. Maybe it was amongst the thorns because there's many things out there that the devil is using as tools to try to capture us and to keep us from getting involved like we should be. Keep us sitting there not doing anything. You know, each and every one of us has the wonderful opportunity every day of our life to meet somebody, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at the gas station, wherever it may be, the Lord gives us the opportunity to meet someone, even with the coronavirus going on and the social distancing going on. Well, we have a responsibility when we meet those individuals, when we talk to those individuals, to not just talk about a coronavirus, but talk about the great physician who can heal us from it. Or better yet, the one that protects us from getting it. And we don't ever have to worry about. You see, I've traveled. I do this ministry. And I praise the Lord for the opportunity to go to churches do. And I don't know everybody in every church and if they can give me a disease or not, even before the coronavirus. But I don't live in fear to the point where I don't talk about, I don't go and do. I go trusting that God, my physician, will keep me safe. And you know what? I've had some training as I was in the military as well as traveling the world. And I realize there's some things that I can do to stay safe. And praise the Lord for that. But in the boldness as I go and I do, I must present to people the Word of God. I love to hand out tracts and to hand out John and Romans and, and be like my good friend Justice. I don't know, just read it. You never know what will happen as a result of it. But if you never give it out, they'll never have an opportunity to read it. If you don't talk to somebody, they'll never have the opportunity to hear. 
And I think of the many experiences that I've had and places that I've been to and got to visit with people and how I would steer the conversation. Yes, even in the military. Yes, even in foreign countries. Steer it toward God's Word. The seed that needs to be sown. I praise the Lord for the opportunity that I had in Afghanistan, even amongst the Muslim men that were there doing construction, how that I was able to tell them, no, I'm not just an engineer in the United States doing a great work and making a lot of money and living it up. I'm a missionary, and I print the Word of God so that people around the world can know God Almighty, the true and only one who can save them from their sins and give them a home for eternity in heaven. And if I didn't take that opportunity, they may never have heard. But I do know that in many, many countries of the world, even underground churches are there. And they are planting the seed. Oh, it may be the rockiest mountainside that you can see, but there's people there are souls, and those souls need Jesus Christ. And if we plant the seed, it will grow. Isaiah 55, 11 says what? His word will not return void. It will accomplish that which he pleases. He wants everybody to come to repentance, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We just have to plant the seed so that it has the opportunity to develop into what God wants it to develop into. You know, my son-in-law is getting ready to go out and he's planting. And if he didn't put these seeds in the ground, they wouldn't have acres and acres of a crop. And if he didn't plant a seed, he would never see a crop. Which brings us to the next point. Most of us are seed potential but we're not doing anything with it. You know, I know people from churches, been in church all their life, and they can tell me about every pastor and everything that has happened over the years in a church. And I try not to be so bold and, and, and audacious as to say, so how many people have you led to the Lord? But you know, we sit in church services and we have the potential. We hear... And God has come into our heart and He has saved us. But we're not doing anything with it. Are we going to start being effective and start sowing the seed as we have the opportunity to talk and not just assemble or listen on video now, but every time we have the opportunity as we go out and we get the necessities and do the things that we need to do, are we going to take the opportunity to sow the seed? Or are we just going to be content sitting in the church services, listening at home to the services now, and soaking up and never becoming? There was a seed that was planted on a rock. Moisture came and it sprouted. You got saved, but nothing else happened. Oh, you've got fire insurance. You're not going to spend eternity in hell because you got saved. But what about the rest of what you were supposed to be? You see down there at the end of the scripture, it says some fell on fertile ground and bare fruit an hundredfold. You see, 
the potential is there in every kernel to become another cob of corn. Every one of us that are hearing the Word of God and accepting Christ as our Savior, we are supposed to have increase. We are supposed to have other cobs of corn that develop. And years down the road, see acres of people because of the seed that was planted. God wants us to reach the 7.4 billion people of the world, not somebody else. That's like me saying, okay, out of the 840-some kernels here, only one of them is going to be effective, and the other 842 are not. The potential is there, but nothing is going to happen with the other 842. Unfortunately, that's most Christians. If you look at the majority of Christians around the world, they're just there as a potential. They're not being planted. They are not reproducing. They're sitting there. If all 843 reproduce and make another 843, then we see the acres of souls that are saved. Every one of us are given a mouth. Every one of us is given a way that we can witness. Every one of us is given opportunities. So the potential is there. We find the problem. We don't want to die to self. We would rather be involved in what we want to be involved in and do what we're comfortable doing. Oh, I've been there. But I've also been in the military in a lot of uncomfortable situations that I really was not happy being in either. Talk about the two years in Afghanistan and the things that I saw and was involved in. I did not necessarily want to. But I praise the Lord I was given the opportunity and the Lord kept me safe and allowed me a blessing on the side of even seeing soldiers get saved. Being able to be there and be a strength and a testimony to those individuals in times of extreme difficulty and stress and get to see them come to know the Lord as their Savior. But also those enemies that are out there. They have a soul. And I was able to give to them the word of God. I didn't decide. The Lord gave me the opportunity no matter where I've been. And I tried to use that opportunity in every country I've been to. To see souls accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. Oh, to plant the seed. You see, I have a lot of missionaries that are requesting Scripture. And I can still get a John and Romans almost anywhere in the world for about a quarter of a copy. Problem is, is getting the quarters. Churches are giving. And I praise the Lord for what we've been able to do over the years. But pray for us. Give. Help. Maybe that's how the Lord is wanting you to get involved more with the potential of your life. Maybe He's blessed you with a good job. Maybe He's blessed you with finances. Don't just squander it away. Use it rightly. You don't get blessings off of selfishness. You get blessings off of unselfishness and planting and giving so that others may know. What better way to evangelize the world than to help a printing ministry 
send the seed of the Word of God around the world. Oh, it's been wonderful to be able to do this ministry. It's been wonderful to plant the seeds that I've been able to plant in all of the different languages because of people in churches getting involved. Wouldn't it be nice to know that every one of those scripture that we've sent was one of these kernels that reproduced itself? Like some of them that I've already told you about in those countries that are now pastors or pastors' wives or missionaries or missionaries' wives. You see, they took the seed and they're another year or another year or two or hundredfold. If I didn't ever plant the seed, one, it wouldn't be reproduced even once. My challenge to you is for you to become a sower, just like this parable. You have the potential. God has blessed you and given you in some way in your life, no matter what it is that you do. He's blessed you in some way and He wants you to be involved in. The question is this, how is the Lord asking you to get involved? Is He saying, I want your finances, I want your heart, I want your health, I want you... He wants all of us, and He wants all of each and every one of us. And He's wanting us to be involved in planting the seed. It's been a privilege to be able to update you and tell you a little bit about what's going on. But it's also been a privilege to be able to challenge you from the Word of God to be a sower of the seed. And so I'm going to ask you two things. Are you a sower? And what kind of seed are you sowing? Every one of us could be. Every one of us should be a sower of good seed. But are we sowing more about the weather, more about the coronavirus, more about the things in our life than we are the Lord Jesus Christ? You see, we will pass away. The virus will go away. But life needs Jesus Christ to have eternal life. What are you doing of sowing the seed. Let's bow for a word of prayer. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com.